This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, guys, let's just get real real with it. Uh, let's get all HGTV up in here on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey. What is your favorite HGTV show and why? I mean, we've been real upfront with the fact that we love ourselves some H to the G to the T to the V on the Colleen and Bradley show. And, uh, you know, maybe there's something that I, uh, I'm not even watching that I don't even know about. Did you get that uh, Discovery Plus streaming service yet? You better believe I so did. So you have access to all the shoes. Oh, honey, yes. What's your favorite? Okay. And by the way, join the conversation. 651-641-1071. I am, I am very... I have a confession to make. Mm. I'm obsessed with Hometown. Not only does she hate George Clooney, but she also loves... Hometown. What is Hometown again? That is the one that stars uh, Ben and Aaron Napier, and they live in uh, a town in Mississippi called Laurel. And it is sort of a rundown small town. As Aaron puts it, it's like a pretty girl who doesn't know she's pretty. And the two of them help people purchase historical homes in the area and then they redo them. But there's like a little bit of history, um, a little bit. But the thing about it also is that that couple, Aaron and Ben Napier are the cutest couple in the whole wide world. They um, are very punny and it just is such a stinking cute show. He's a woodworker, She's a an artist. Um, she's got really great vision, and they work together to just make like these mm. awesome homes. Cool beans. I'm telling you, it's so good. So that's your current obsession. It's my current obsession. I can watch um, if it's on on a Saturday morning or a Sunday morning. I'm it, I'm done for. I'm like it's a marathon. Even if I've seen it, I don't care. Yeah, HGTV shows make good marathon material. Right. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. I can also tell you which ones I hate. Um, but we're not doing that right now. I was going to say, or would, uh, I mean... I don't know. I'll hear both. I don't okay. care. Uh, and Rob, feel free to just butt in when we get a caller or two. Okay. Uh, Bradley, what's your favorite HGTV I, show? I have. I will be honest. I have not been watching a ton of HGTV lately. My partner every night watches House Hunters Renovation. So if I do catch a show, that's probably what it is. But I go through, you know, fits and starts. That one I love because... I'm not a huge, like, um, personality-driven show, because then I usually just get, like, like, I, the reason I love House Hunters Renovation is because every episode is different. Yeah. Like, there's no host, and, because I find, to be honest, I find, I find them to be kind of hokey, like, they create these, like, ideas of who these people are, and they just seem a little too cute by half. Um, so, but I do love the house hunters renovation because each episode it's a new couple and you can just judge them like 10 ways to Sunday. It's like low stakes, 
Like, I would never put that tile in my kitchen. But sometimes you also get ideas. You're like, ooh, I never thought of doing that before. Right. right? Um, so it's interesting that you said that about the personalities because I get a little bit... I feel like there's a happy medium between the personality-driven show and the, like, no hosts whatsoever. Yeah. There's a happy medium, and that's why I like Hometown, because they're not taking me to their ultrasound appointments, or, you know what I'm saying? Like, what's the one, oh gosh, the renovation show with that woman, Christina Tarek, I think is her last, and she was... Like California Dreamin' or something? Yeah, something I don't like know that. what it's called. She's had a couple shows, but it's the one where they, they got divorced. Flip and flop. Flip or flop. Yeah, and then it was like Aunt Anstead. And like, yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. My point is this. Like, when she was pregnant, we were going to her ultrasound appointments. Yeah. And I don't want to go to her ultrasound appointments. Yeah. I want to see what she does to the house. I don't care. And so that's why I love Hometown is like there really isn't, you know, you, you care about the town. You care about the people you care about the Napiers, the two um, hosts of the show, because you care about the town and the town history, and you know that they have a history with the town. So it's all it's all there for a purpose. But they're not taking me to doctor's appointments. They're not taking me on their fertility journeys. They're not, you know, they're not introducing me to their family dog. Yeah. I just don't care about that. Um, six five one six four one one zero seven one. What's your favorite HGTV show? I'm having a hard time believing nobody. Tanya is on the phone. Wonderful. Then I would love to talk to Tanya. Thank you. Hello, Tanya. Hi, Tanya. Hi, Colleen. Hi, Bradley. Hey. Okay, what's your favorite HGTV show and why? Okay. So, and I literally watched a whole season of sixteen episodes yesterday. Of oh my god. Maine cabin masters Ooh, what's this what? show i don't know this one so it's uh chase and ashley who are brother and sister ashley's husband ryan they redo cabins in maine oh so my not only word. do you get the fun maine accent you get this brother and sister sibling thing happening and a uh, bunch of guys and she's the designer but she's roped in to help and it's really cool because they repurpose i i call him a hoarder oh <laughs> my gosh it's so fun and it's so beautiful to look at all those cabins in maine oh okay i love yeah, this I, how I many like... how many seasons of this are there there's five. Oh, stop it <laughs> i know I... I can't even. Okay, I'm sorry. Now I got a new thing I'm going to be watching. Main Cabin Masters. Yes. Thank yes. you, Tanya, for your Thank you, Tanya. Re- recommendation. Um, they even have like they have a very robust website. I just would like to commend them on that. Um, and you can see all the renovations there too. So maybe you can like skip the episode altogether and just look at the cabins if you want just to. Do the yeah befores and afters. Sure. Why not? Uh, do we have any ben, other? Co- ben is on the phone. Wonderful. Hello, Hi, Ben. ben. Hello. Uh, what's your favorite HGTV show and why? My favorite HGTV show is actually, they don't have it anymore, but you can watch it on the app, and that's Tiny House Hunters. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. Any kind of house hunters, right? What do you love about Tiny House Hunters? Yes, yes. I, I like it because I like the way they can, like, utilize the space. Like, you'll see a staircase, but, like, each stair is a cubby hole and things like that. 
I'm with you. Thank you, by the way, for your call, Thank Ben. Thank you. I am mildly obsessed with tiny house, anything tiny house. So there's like a whole, that's a whole genre yeah. onto oh, itself. Sure. Like the tiny house hunters, and then there's like tiny house renovating ones, and then there's the people. There's this one on Pluto TV, and I can't remember the name of this one, but it literally is that it's people who are wanting to go from living in their normal size houses into tiny houses. Mm-hmm. So there's the project of trying to pare down their stuff to yeah. fit into the tiny house. Which would be hard. I know. So anyway, I'm with I'm with Ben on the tiny, tiny houses. Well, say hi to Allison. Hi, Allison. Hi, Allison. Allison, what is your favorite HGTV show and why? Well, I'm with you, Colleen. I'm obsessed with Ben and Aaron and They're that whole cutest. show. They're the cutest. Aren't they the cutest? They're the best. I and I wanted them. to let you know, if you didn't, that they published a memoir last year. <gasps> well, darn it. it. Guess what I'm reading. <laughs> it is so good because it gives their, you know, their whole history together, their wedding, their faith. It's just wonderful. I picked it up at Target. I love it. Allison, thank you for that hot tip. You're welcome. It's called Make Something Good Today. Oh, they're so great. (laughs) Thank you, Allison. Have a good day. They really are just like the sweetest couple. They're so intentional about having fun and enjoying life. And I do sort of dream, like when I watch that show, I think... How cool is their life? They have a passion for this town that they live in. They have a passion for design and construction. They have a passion for their marriage. And they just and they also live in a place where it doesn't snow very often. Well, that helps. And I just think they have, must yeah. have the most fun. When we come hey, back. I've never seen the show, but I look forward to checking it out. What's oh my it gosh. called again? It's called Hometown. I cannot believe you haven't watched it. You, no, it's I don't, so great. I Like I said, I have not. I, uh have not watched a ton of HGTV lately, Just, but... I want to find you my favorite episode of that show, and I'm going to recommend it to you. Um, Just one episode. And if you like it, yay. And if you don't, I don't care. And then you'll finish The Crown? Of course I will. I've right, been meaning fabulous. to get around to that. <laughs> All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, I'd like to go deep in the shallow around what went down yesterday. Uh, around the Tiger Woods car accident. Oh, yeah. Yep. I, I'm i interested in the coverage of it, and I want to talk a little bit about it when we come back on the right. Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. What up? Uh, you know what's up? Your um, face. Well, yes. <laughs> But I mean, it'd be weird if it wasn't. Also, um, I was thinking when I got home yesterday. Okay, so yesterday we learned what was that? What? Were you were you dinging for fun? No, I had to replace the ding. Okay, well, I'm glad you got it back. Um, anyway, when I got home yesterday after um, after we did the show, after I was done with work, I went home and I turned the TV on while I made dinner. That's what I do every day. Yeah. and I was. I, I'm I'm going to say I was surprised uh, when CNN was the first thing that popped onto my TV because mm-hmm. that was the last thing somebody in my house was watching. Um, and they were doing wall-to-wall coverage of the Tiger Woods accident. Oh, yeah. And I was like, okay, well, I, I don't know why I find this kind of odd that we're doing this wall-to-wall coverage when there's really not any information mm-hmm. to share. So I, but I watched it for a couple of minutes because I was like, how are they going to do this? Right? Like, what is it? What is there to share? And at the time, 
they didn't know um the they had just learned kind of the extent of his injuries um but they didn't then and nor do we know now exactly what happened to cause the accident so they were speculating about that of course they were doing what twitter was doing and unearthing um recent videos of him and speculating about um you know his past um addiction issues etc and i was like okay like don't get me wrong i understand tiger woods as a uh, and his contribution to golf mm-hmm. and as kind of a um, an icon i understand him but was it worthy of this wall to wall coverage full of speculation I, it it sort of confused me. Yeah. Your thoughts, Bradley? My thoughts. Well, thank you for asking about my thoughts on this very germane topic to the discussion. Um, yeah, I mean, I totally understand that people become interested in things when there's drama attached. So mm-hmm. insofar as he has drama attached to him, people are going to want to know more. And in a situation like this, they're going to jump to conclusions. And I'm sure a lot of that has to do with people sort of, you know, um, wondering if there's drama surrounding the accident, like, you know, based on his past. I Like, that's the only thing I can think of. The other thing is, I think it has a lot to do with sports. Like, the just the, the reality I've learned in the world is that the world is far more interested in um, sports figures um, who've achieved a certain success, mm-hmm. like we, they just come to the forefront in terms of the people we pay attention to, or and by we I mean the mainstream, you know, media. So cable news. Also, cable news. I don't know if you know this. Always needs something to nitpick. Yeah, because they've got twenty four hours of coverage to fill. Yeah. So I think that's part of it. Social media is the same way, right? So there's a lot of people just talking about it. Well, as and it is sort of like echo chambery in there, yeah. right? Like, but to your point, we didn't really, we don't know anything. We really don't know anything. I know people want to rush to judgment or make assumptions about what they think might have happened, but I'm like, so here's the thing. This is the thing that I know. At some point, we're going to find out what actually happened. Mm-hmm. Until then. There are some other things we could talk about, well, but that's kind of like, that's not how we operate as a media culture. So, well, and that's kind of what I was thinking as I'm watching and I'm thinking, okay, um, like I can think of about, look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating all the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than, Hey, <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Seven, at least seven other things that I'd like to be informed about in this exact moment. Yeah. And this 
speculation about Tiger Woods and what caused the accident and will he ever golf again, which I'm like, are we, is that what we're, is well, that what and we're I think with? Again, I think that tells you a lot about the audience, right? I think there are people who, for whom Tiger Woods is a, like, is golf. So to them, that's the thing that they would be concerned with. Mm-hmm. You know, and you can decide what you think about what that says. But to me, it's it was an odd thing to focus on. Like, oh, I mean, I kind of feel like he's still in the hospital. So yeah. I'm sure he'll find out at some point if he's able to do his thing. And then we will all and, find out. And at I the don't same know time. that. Like, and I think it'll probably be a big deal for him. But I'm not sure for the rest of us, except for all the people who love watching him play golf. I right. think that's what it's really about. Right. <laughs> but I'm sitting there, I'm thinking, that I can think of seven other things, I'd, and this is not on the list, but I. But apparently this is the sexy, this is the sexy conversation right now. Well, if you think about any celebrity, I shouldn't say any celebrity, but think about a celebrity who has had attached to them drama surrounding, um, well, and first, you know, who's had the past that Tiger Woods has had, who's mm-hmm. had the tabloid past that Tiger Woods has had. Right. And then something like this happens to them, people are going to run towards that because they, you know, are predisposed to make judgments about what might have happened. Yeah, I, yeah. I do, I do feel I'm like... I'm dancing around this because I don't want to, like... Do what they're do doing. Do the thing that everybody's yeah. doing, because mm-hmm. I don't think that's particularly helpful. And and if that is the case, we'll find out. Well, and that's okay. So that's the other thing is like that's uh, the other piece of it is I want to say to, and in my case it was CNN that I was watching. I know other news outlets were doing the wall to wall breaking news coverage, but I'm thinking like if you know, you know the history mm-hmm. of of Tiger Woods, yeah. and you know when he's been at the top of his career and when things have not been going great in his personal life, you know, you kind of know the trajectory of the story. Um, I don't know that we need to be speculating about that right now. As you said, Bradley, that it will unravel in, in time. Yeah, Cause there isn't a story like this that at some point we don't find out what actually happened. Right. So. Um, and so, and honestly in that moment, it, we're not going to find out. So that's the other thing is like, there isn't going to be anything in the, first 24 hours that is going to illuminate the answer to the questions that people had. Well, and even, well, and even if there was that, and I will tell you, I had this experience yesterday when I started to see the stuff come in on Twitter, as we typically, you know, we've had this experience before mm-hmm. when something happens, that's a big deal. Quote unquote, yep. um, you rush to Twitter and then you do that whole thing where you're like, well, I don't even know if what I'm looking at is right because you start to see things and you're like, Oh, Oh yeah, this is confirming my, my bias uh, about, you know, half a dozen things. And then you're like, well, actually, I don't know where this came from. Like this, somebody, just because somebody put, like, for example, the vehicle, when I first saw the vehicle, I was like, Whoa, and started reacting to what that looked like. And then I was like, but that might not be the vehicle. Right, because it's and just it, social and it media. Was, doing but the like thing. again, you just have to be so careful in the, you know, immediate aftermath to not jump to conclusions, right? Yes. And I, I do want you to know, as of two hours ago, the coverage day two includes Craig Melvin doing a remote from the hospital. I'm dead oh, serious. Yeah, that's probably not necessary. Yeah. But. When we come back on the Colleen and But Bradley we got show, more Kardashian opinions. Yes, thank you. We've got some celebs behaving badly to tell you about after this on my talk one oh seven one. Oh, it is gorgeous outside, and this is the Colleen and Bradley show. It's gorgeous inside too. <laughs> on my <laughs> talk one oh seven one. Oh, you're looking at me. Hi. Streaming Rude. live at my talk one oh seven one.
Everything Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And we've got some celebs behaving badly to tell you about. Okay, you're rude. We call them D Bags! Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Mm-hmm. Who's your D-bag? Pat Sajak. What? What? Did you see this? 1980s calling. N- yep. And I answered. And it was Pat Sajak making fun of a contestant on Wheel of Fortune for having a lisp. Um, Did you I don't see think we this? do that. No. Thank you. What's going on with Pat? Well, um, so Pat, so you know, you know how they and, uh, they do this. This is like the game show thing. You know, they go down the contestant row, and they're like, "Hey, you know, let's just shoot the you know what with each other and just like get to know each other." And so he's talking to um the contestant by the name of Chris Brimble, and Chris Brimble has a lisp. He speaks with a lisp, and um. He describes what he does for a living, and uh, and then Pat Sajak is doing the thing where he's like trying to have small talk, so he says something back. Yuck, yuck, yuck. So he says like, oh, you know, so a lot of things people believe about that are a myth. And then the guy said yes, and he said, oh, I see. Wait, the guy said the list? Okay, Chris Brimble said, okay. Myth. Okay, no. Oh. Pat Sajak said, so a lot of things people think about that are a myth. And then Chris Brimble, the contestant, said, well, yeah, or some version of that. Yeah. And then Pat Sajak said, I see. You guys want to hear it? Oh, do you have it? Yeah, check this out. Thank you. We set technology that benefits older adults so they can see everything communities. Yeah, and that's a, a tough thing, too, because uh, technology and sometimes people are not open to new You'd be surprised how, how open they are. Yeah, good. Yeah. Well, I'm glad. So that's just a myth. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. I see. Uh, <laughs> you and Mary. Oh, so this guy has the the lisp. Yeah, the contestant has a lisp. I that and that audio, it's hard to hear. Oh, yeah, that's and not it's very your subtle. Best move, Oof. Pat. Ooh. You know, this is one of those moments where, um, like Pat Sajak <laughs> thought he was being cute oh, and funny, and it wasn't. Oh, Pat, it wasn't funny. Yeah, I also just like even if the guy doesn't have, I don't know. I feel like maybe we're not. You know. Maybe we're not doing lisps. Just like maybe, <laughs> like know. maybe, maybe the easy thing you think that is going to be funny is yeah. actually not the funny yeah. thing, right? Or maybe you're just not funny, Pat Sajak. Yeah, I mean, I just can't believe that that show is that, still on. That, the TV. Well, no, that he's still like every once in a while. I'm like, wow, Pat Sajak was doing this very thing when I was a child. Okay. Is that more galling than the fact that Vanna White is not only doing the same thing, but she's actually doing less? Yeah. Like she's flipping letters. And by the way, she doesn't even flip them anymore. She doesn't flip them anymore. She just touches them. She just, she doesn't even do that. She She walks up to them. She walks by them and they turn themselves. Must be a nice gig. Although I think if I were her, I would probably have to hit my head against a wall occasionally. Why? Because she works with Pat Sajak? Well, that and just like, wouldn't you want something else? No. No. Yeah, you would. What? You of all people would. 
No, 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 no. No, I would get it elsewhere, but I would take their money. I would touch their glowing letters. And but I wouldn't would you just, I think I would have long ago, I, I know myself, long ago, I would have just, in the midst of trying to touch a letter, I would have taken a letter and thrown it <laughs> at someone and then just tore all the letters down but and see, then I think I crumbled into a pile of my own you know, destruction. I think I would think to myself, if I have to touch glowing letters to cash the check, then so be it. And I will make meaning from my life in other places. I just remember yeah, I just I can't in that. the eighties, I remember in the eighties, um, watching an interview with Vanna White where she explained that she had to do a different goodbye every day. So some days she would say, no, I, my brain would bye exploded. And some days she'd say goodbye. And other days she'd say, bye. Um, goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. No, I would have. But Again, it's, it's why I had to leave like the corporate world. Cause you felt like you were turning glowing letters because I literally was showing up and sitting in the same chair. And there were days when I didn't have to do anything. So I would just stare at my computer Oof. for hours. Um, and I don't care how much you're going to give me. That's not no. no. Can I really quickly just tell you there's a comedian. I think it's I think it's Mike Berbiglia who does this bit about um what Vanna White's job interview must have sound sounded like. And he literally says, "Are you familiar with the alphabet?" Yes. <laughs> and do you if know? something were glowing, would you know what to do? I just I also wonder like does she she clearly is doing other things. Like what? Like at the, I mean, is it just like she shows up? I mean, there's no pre-show like no, today I'm on the sure show. She shows up and she puts on a dress and then stands in her I, spot. I am just, I don't know what that is. And I if think a letter, there's something wrong. She just wrong. touches the glowing letters that's and weird. then she cashes the world's largest checks. I'm sorry, but that's still weird. And, and maybe, you know that dial, they control that thing. What? Don't they control that dial? What? Determine who, where it lands? Yeah. The wheel? You think it's really fortune? random? Yes, I think it's random. Oh. Oh, so, don't. Like, I didn't even ever consider that somebody was controlling the wheel me? of fortune. I mean, what are the chances that it's total chance? I mean, I don't know. Same no, with that dumb wheel on the wheel on, uh, on prices, right? Price right. I never considered this. The people papu people. I'm like that thing always going to stop just right before I the hundred. I think it's weighted funky. I, I do think, think that would be highly illegal, Bradley. I think so too, right? Have they you guys have met the world lately? Where have you I mean, been? Wasn't there a big scandal? Yes. With the, what was it? This one of the pyramids? <sighs> Only because they found ago? out. No, what was the name of that? There's a documentary about it. You're thinking oh. about the guy who played. The yes. system but he did it from the outside in you're saying from the inside i'm just saying you want me to believe that games of chance are really just a chance gosh you are so jaded i mean have you looked outside no it's every day what do we talk about what nothing do we say is real and Rob, everyone's smoke. you've been here okay. long enough what do we say Nothing is real and everyone smokes. Okay. Exactly. Oh, but the price is right. It's totally legit. Well, I just wanted to hold on to that. You think that little climber guy just randomly falls off the thing? Well, I mean, there is skill to that. <laughs> like, oh, really? To is there? The, 
Well, yeah, the game is like, but Plinko, do you think Plinko is rigged? Of course it's rigged. It's all, <laughs> life is rigged. <laughs> what was, how old were you? We'll do a segment next hour. How old were you when you first realized that life was rigged? Oh, man. Keep it at positive. All right. Anyway. That doesn't mean you can't have fun. Don't get me wrong. I still go to casinos. I love. Do you think those are all slots. rigged? I don't know, but I wouldn't be surprised. Right. No, they're not. Okay, you know, because in fact, Games I do know with casinos, they have like they actually have people who come like check the machines. Yeah, they and things. can't. Be I ain't never seen nobody check the wheel. Okay, well, I don't think we get to. I don't think we do that live in the middle of the show. <laughs> they don't have like <laughs> they the, should the wheel regulators like in. The- <laughs> In their suits, come marching in. Excuse us, we need to check and make sure the wheels. Well, they should. Right. Wouldn't you feel more confident well, yeah, in the but... results? Okay, next. And when they say that, like the detergent is four seventy nine. Well, that okay. So here is my question: <laughs> What store? What store did they check? Right, because yeah. I don't know about you, but I price shop. Okay, I know. and also if you think that the price that you're getting at one store is the same as the other store. You're, you're no, wrong. they change them prices. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, like do I have Nothing a coupon? Nothing is real. Everyone smokes. Do I have a coupon? Is it on sale today? You made me get off on a topic such that I didn't get to do my actual d bag. How dare you? Well, you got two minutes. Go. No, I had an opinion. It was my opinion to have, and I'm glad that I had it. Thank it you did for look, sharing it. but like in all honesty, because I don't know, I just always assumed that occasionally the thing would, you know, it does beep, though. Boop, boop, beep. It sometimes it goes to one dollar on prices, right? Yeah, but doesn't it always seem to go to bankrupt, right? When like everybody's now we're on the like, fortune. that's what I mean. Oh, I mean, yeah, that's the but see, that's the deal, Bradley. That's life. Is it sometimes everything is going so well, and then you end up bankrupt? Let me ask you this: If somebody discovered that there was really a lot of shenanigans going on, mm-hmm. would you be surprised? Yes, and I'd be angry. But based on the fact that, that we live in this world. You would actually be surprised. It's really the only thing I believe in. Okay. Still, <laughs> game shows. Well, I didn't mean game to shows and God. Okay, that that's from, all oh, I well, believe in. I mean, I'm just saying, it's like those two things. Yeah, those are my choices. Okay, thank you. All right. Um, you know what, Bradley? I'm gonna. You know what I'm gonna do for you? I'm gonna do something for you. What are you gonna do for We're me? We're just. We got more d bags coming. We so do. You can give me we all do. the. D- you you tell me. You do whatever you want to do. Okay, next, we'll okay? do. <laughs> When we come back, and I'm not going to rig it. And by the way, it's all chance. It's all chance, you never and know. I'm not going to rig it after this on My Talk 1071. Bradley? Yeah. I've rigged this segment. <laughs> oh. So that you can take me on whatever journey you want to take me on. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, who believes in the goodness of humanity, and Bradley Trainer, who is skeptical of yeah. everything. Like it's like you haven't even been on our show. Um, so in the last segment, I'll get to the D bags in just a moment. We'll double down some D bags, but before we do, I want to give a hat tip to Denise on Twitter, who sent uh, the following tweet: uh, seventeen secrets about your favorite reality shows that prove their. Um, that they're something. They're mm-hmm. fake, basically. Okay, so um, it has a bunch about like all your favorite shows, and they're very interesting. But really, the one that I clued in on here was about our discussion regarding the genuosity of Wheel of Fortune. Mm-hmm. Number 10 on this list. <laughs> now, this alleges, supposes, 
comes from somebody who has insider information, allegedly. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Supposedly, quote, this was many years ago, but a friend of ours had a job on Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> He had to lie underneath the huge wheel the contestants spin. The producers would radio him and tell him which dollar amount or prize to stop on. And he would grab the handles underneath and stop where they wanted it to stop. So there is somebody in the wheel. There's somebody in the wheel. That's not real. I don't know. I cannot believe that. Come on, because also technology, right? Like even then we knew how to build a machine that didn't require a human being to lay on their back look, underneath the wheel and grab look, the handles. I'm just to telling stop you. It. I'm just telling you what BuzzFeed has reported. Also, think that all the way through. Okay, that sucker is going are mighty getting, fast. Are you getting paid by the wheel? <laughs> are you a wheel watcher? I am a wheel watcher every day. I'm not actually, but I do watch it occasionally. It is really fun. Is it? Sure, to like try to solve the puzzles, of course. But think about, like, really think about this. You're laying on your back under the wheel, and the producer's like, stop it on the trip to Hawaii. And you have to, like, that sucker's going like 25 miles per hour. Yeah, well, you're looking you're around. You lose a hand. No, 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 no. No, no, no. You just Did grab you have hold. The job? Huh? Did you have the job? <laughs> Maybe I did. from experience? And maybe I didn't. I just don't believe it. Well, you don't have to, but it's nothing fine. is real and everyone funny, smokes. And it did make me laugh. Thank you. Okay, now, uh, Don, I think your name is Rob. Rob, <laughs> can we debag some double downs? Let's do it. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. So I was carried away with the lies of television game shows. <laughs> so I couldn't tell you the exclusive tale of a Hollywood dominatrix um, Excuse me? Yeah, so a Hollywood dominatrix is talking to Page Six exclusively, and um, she says to all of us, leave Cannibal Kink, or actually she's saying to Army Hammer, leave Cannibal Kink to prose. I mean, I don't so, disagree with her. Yeah, but then I was like, okay, I see what you're doing here, Page Six. You're going to talk to a dominatrix about kinky things, right? Mm-hmm. But then I was like reading the stuff that she was saying, and I was like, um, you guys, what? So, <laughs> like, what is cannibal kink? Because remember, we talked about ethical cannibals. Yes, we've talked about the ethical cannibals. Which is like people who imagine themselves like being in a big pot of stew mm-hmm. and then pretend eating, but not really eating each other. Just like putting like a apple in your mouth and making you look like a roast mm-hmm. pig. Roast. Just a roast. A roast. You know. Anyway, so then I'm I'm just like, okay, I'll bite. See what I did there? Cute. Uh she goes on to say her name is Jenny Nordback. She is an A-list Tinseltown dominatrix. Okay. She's A-list. Neat. Well, she's helped A-listers. Okay. She's done things. Okay. Quote, I'm actually surprised by uh, how shocked everyone is by it talking about Army Hammer. Mm-hmm. Because it's really common and normal cannibalism 
Uh, mm-hmm. If any fetish is normal or fantasy, I would expect any professional dominatrix to have seen it regularly. Animalism. Okay. All right. She believes such a kink usually boils down to oh, okay. not violence or literally wanting to eat someone, just a kind of radical intimacy and the power to control of uh, someone's being willing to give up a part of themselves to you. So it's not about like eating people. The cannibalism is more about just like having you inside of you. Right. So she goes on. And by the way, she has a a book and a podcast. um, And she talked about how she has personally. Can't wait to not read that or listen to that. Uh, She's personally helped clients explore their cannibal kinkies. And she's seen it played out verbally and or as play acting. And this is where she lost me. Oh, okay. Now we're getting there. Um, she's seen it played out either verbally or as play acting. Think of the fabled sushi eaten off a stripper scenario, but with steak tartare. Okay. So she's like saying, like simulating it by eating some sort of meat that's closer to human yeah, like, flesh? I don't feel like that, again, she goes on, like, that's not about me wanting to have radical intimacy. Right. That's me wanting to eat, eat steak people. tartare <laughs> and pretend it's a human being. Maybe the partner is okay with you talking about it in a really abstract way, but they don't want to hear about which rib you want to eat okay. and what kind of barbecue sauce you want to use on it. But can I explain something to her that she's missing? The piece that was... That was like, I don't really care what people want to say to each other or do to each other in their bedrooms. I don't actually care. What I do care about is that it is consensual between both people. Oh, for certain. And yeah. that's the piece that she's missing, is that it did not seem as though it was consensual with one of the parties. Yes, and she does talk about boundaries and all that good stuff. But to me, the whole takeaway from this was like, I don't feel like she really knows what she's talking about. <laughs> And I don't think she does a lot of cannibal-y things. I think she's just like, I'm a dominatrix with a book and a podcast, and I'm trying to get my five minutes from page six Mm -hmm. in referencing this celebrity-related story. Because I don't feel like there are really a lot of dominatrix out there who are like, let's make human roast tonight. Like, I'm going to get this turducken and we'll pretend it's you. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yes, I do know what you mean. I also know what we've just seen right there is what's called... Um, gymnastics, when somebody feels like they need to defend their own position on something, they will turn backflips in order to do so. And somehow she feels like kink is threatened by this story about um, Army Hammer. And I don't think kink is what's being threatened. I think it's people who did not consent to the kink who felt threatened. Yeah, also cannibalism. I like I still think right. there's this conversation about cannibalism that people are just sort of assuming is kinky and like let's not kink shame. Right. I am not convinced that cannibalism is just any other kink as she says, right. quote, I'm actually surprised by how shocked everyone is by it, meaning that Army Hammer wants to eat people. Yeah. She mm-hmm. says because it's really common, comma normal. I mean, again, like I am not I don't think we're talking about kink shaming when we're talking about eating people. Right. Right. In a sexy way or not. Yeah. Like I just generally think people, speaking. Trust. I know people do some really weird. Mm-hmm. 
but I, I just feel like I've never really come across a lot of people like, I just, yeah, like, I don't want to really, like, eat you. I just want to eat you. I just want to barbecue you and yeah. eat you. No. But, like, in a sexy way. Uh-huh. Like, maybe just steak tartare. Yeah. Steak tartare. No. No. Uh, anyway. Um, now you got one minute for a double down. Um, Are we doing that? We don't need okay. to. You want to go back to talking about how game shows are rigged so we can just ruin everybody's lives i just i can't believe speaking as a dominatrix i am shocked at (laughs) how few people actually understand that the world is rigged every television show we talk about Mm -hmm. reality show not real and suddenly you want me to believe that all of the game shows are perfectly above board there's nothing to see here why would it be any different for television than it is for radio? Because we have very yeah, strict we have rules super about strict this. rules about things. Contests like the FCC. <laughs> it's true. I feel like Rob is. I'm with Rob. Rob, I'm with you. I believe in the good of humanity, and that oh, they will. Please, what did you just <laughs> spend half I, the show talking about? I just want you to know that I reserve the right to be inconsistent. But you know that game shows have lied to the public before. Correct? Sure, but sure. But not wheel and okay. not prices right. All right. Well, when those stories come out, when that podcast comes out, I'm going to enjoy your shock and horror. Horror. Mm-hmm. When, horror. We come, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what's your favorite sexy vegetable? Yeah, sexy veggies. No, what's your favorite vegetable, people? 651-641-1071 after this. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.